Blog Talk Radio. The following broadcast is brought to you by the iGolf Sports Network. Golf Talk Live is sponsored by the iGolf Sports Network and Golf Tips Magazine. Here's Andrew to tell you more about our sponsors iGolf Sports is a live stream broadcast and media production company providing quality programming designed to attract the golfing enthusiast. And Golf Tips, the game's most in-depth instruction magazine, including reviews on the latest equipment, tips from top teaching professionals, all designed to help you improve from tee to green. Welcome to Golf Talk Live with your host, Ted Odorico. Join Ted each week as he speaks with some of the best in golf. Sit back, relax, and listen to tonight's show. Let's join our host, Ted Odorico, as he introduces tonight's special guest. All right, good evening, everybody, and once again, welcome to Golf Talk Live. I'm your host, Ted Odorico, and we've got a great show for you this evening. I'm going to be joined by my very special guest tonight, uh, Lisa O'Hurley. She is the founder and CEO of Lola Sports, and uh, this is her first time on Golf Talk Live. Uh, she's been on uh, the Women of Golf show on Tuesday mornings with uh, my good friend and co-host Cindy Miller and I. And uh, she's actually going to be joining us a little bit later on the season on that show as well. But this is her first time tonight on Golf Talk Live, and she's going to be joining me here in just a moment. But let me uh, remind everybody, of course, we are live every Thursday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Central, except for the month of February, of course, is my, as I've always put it, my Golf Talk Live light uh, show, where we do just strictly an hour broadcast on Thursdays. And then next week, March the 7th, I'll be going to my full two-hour broadcast and, of course, returning the Coach's Corner panel on the first half, uh, which would be this time slot. And then the second half from uh, 7 to 8 Central will be uh, the regular guest interview portion of it. So uh, don't forget to tune in next Thursday for the full broadcast with Coach's Corner and my special guest of the evening. And then on March 14th, which will be the following week, we'll be inserting a new segment, a golf travel segment going in between the coach's corner and the special guest interview for roughly about 20 minutes. My good friend, Robert Kaufman from California will be joining us. He is a senior editor uh, for travel for golf tips magazine, as well as some other publications. He's going to be joining me and a group of uh, very good guys from a lot of different travel uh, organizations from around the United States. Uh, that's going to be happening beginning March 14th, and also at the end of March, the fourth week of March, uh, will be another uh, guest that will be coming on on that time slot. So we're going to be doing a few things throughout the season. Uh, every second and fourth Thursday of the month, we'll be uh, hosting the golf travel segment, and this will be an opportunity for you guys to uh, hear about some great destinations for maybe that uh, upcoming buddy trip that you've been wanting to plan. We're going to give you some spots to go and some destinations that you want to consider on that list. So. Um, make sure you tune in for that as well. And as I said, March 7th, we'll be starting the full broadcast uh, next week. So um, on that note, let me introduce tonight's guest. As I mentioned, uh, her name is Lisa O'Hurley, and she is the founder and CEO of Lola Sports. Uh, Lisa's impressive background includes being a former Golf Channel and Golfino executive. Uh, She also has a lifelong love for golf clothing and an impeccable sense of style. Uh, She was also a star uh, for four years on Baylor University's uh, women's golf team, uh, it has a four handicap and typically plays out of her home course, uh, Sherwood Country Club. And we're going to talk about that because uh, she's got something interesting to share with us 
that her and her husband, John, and speaking of which, of course, her husband is John O'Hurley, uh, who most of you uh, recognize that name uh, as uh, the individual who played um, Jay Peterman on Seinfeld. He also uh, hosted Family Feud and was the lead in Chicago on Broadway. So uh, we'll maybe squeak a little bit about him on the show tonight, as well as uh, some other things. But on that note, please welcome my very special guest this evening, Lisa O'Hurley. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ted. It's great to be here. What an intro. Well, I, <laughs> I could have gone on <laughs> really for much longer, but I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I knew that uh, I had to get some some questions in here as well. So I want to start off um, with a couple of things. So I know that okay. um, we, well, I went and you went, um, obviously for different reasons, to the PGA show back in late January of this year. And I know this was what, the, was this the second season or, or had you been there more than, I know you were there the previous year. Um, Actually, what year yeah, was this we were, for you? Um, so for Lola Sport, well, for me personally, it was my 30th. Can you believe that? <laughs> I should have gotten, wow. I should have gotten a watch, I think, but nonetheless, um, <laughs> for Lola Sport, um, it was our fourth PGA show. We were actually one of the few that participated during that uh, ever so uh, lonely COVID year um, of 2021. Um, But, you know, the good thing about that, that was actually a pretty good show for us because we we debuted Lola Sport at the PGA show there um, 2021. And, you know, there were so, um, to be honest, there were so few people that went that I think that all of the all of the clubs that came and all the resorts that came, I think we talked to everyone. So that was good. That was a good spot, but um, no, this is our this is Lola Sports' fourth PGA show. Wow, um, and, and I know because being with Golf Channel and and Golfino and that, you obviously had other opportunities before that. Hence the, the thirty or so years that you've yeah. been there. But <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't want to say it. I wasn't going to throw that out there. I'll let you say that. But um, <laughs> but I wasn't sure how how many years you had gone um, for your company, Lola Sport. Um, so what was interesting is, and I want you to just get your perspective, because obviously this year, last year was sort of the first year that it really started to pick up uh, post-COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, this year, of course, was even that much more. What was your overall impression this year? How did you find it personally um, with the interactions? Did you find it um, getting back to more of a busy vibe this season? And overall, how well, would you rate it for, for Lola? Well, you know, for, for Lola, it was great. And I will say I was completely exhausted when I got home. So that means it was busy as ever. Um, you know, I don't, I, I, none of us had an opportunity to have lunch at the Lola Sport booth. So I guess that shows just exactly how busy we were. Um, and, and that was really great to see post-COVID and to see all of those people back. And, you know, not only did we get to engage with our current customers, but we certainly met a lot of new customers. And we met a lot of new ones from um, really from all over the world. We had several um, clubs from Ireland stop in, um, which was fun. Uh, several from Canada, your home, your home turf, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. and it was really nice to see that that our brand name is starting to grow, um, sort of in a global way. And to be honest, I think we have Annika to thank for that in a lot of ways. And um, in fact, this was her first time um, at our booth during the PGA show. I mean, she's come before, but. Never did she actually right. spend some time and, and do photographs and autographs. And it was, it was like, it was a swarm. So um, it's, it's <laughs> so fun and interesting to see what her presence does um, in a room full of golfers. <laughs> so um, it, that was really a special time. And not only did she, I want to say this publicly, not only did she sign autographs and did she take photos, 
but she actually came over to a couple of our meetings and showed the clothes. So, you know, I did tell her, don't quit your day job, but she, she did a pretty good job. Yeah, that's good. I I wish she would be back more, you know, and I know she does a lot of things in golf and I really, to be honest, um, I watch a lot of the LPGA events, and I really miss having her on the LPGA because she was such a dominant force. Um, you know, the uh, you know, much like Tiger was for so many years, and it was really kind of sad when she decided to retire from competitive golf. Yeah. And I know she has other things, and you know, at some point you have to do that. But I, my opinion, I thought it was a little bit too um, uh, preemptive for her. I would have hoped she had stayed a few more seasons, but you know, you never know what will happen down the road. But uh, she was well, always very and, interesting to watch. For sure. Oh, and she still is. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the wonderful things that I love about Annika is that she shares many of the common values of our customer. And, you know, our, our, we have obviously we're a ladies brand, so we have lady customers. But, you know, that was a time in her life where here she was at the top of her game and decided to um, basically closed the book on it so that she could have, you know, a, a, a healthy marriage and family, and which she does now. I mean, she's she's mm-hmm. maybe the greatest wife and mom of, of all of my friends that I know, and it's just it's so much fun to watch her um, be successful in so many aspects of life. And now she, you know, she is getting a little bit back more into competition. She's playing a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. you know, I mean, especially watching her and Will play in the PNC, I mean, that was just mm-hmm. that, I mean, heartstrings everywhere for that one. Um, so it's just, it's just great to see how, how her whole life tr- truly has been, you know, one gigantic success and, you know, and, and going forward, she's, you know, she's maybe one of the biggest ambassadors for the game of golf that there is. I mean, truly she has, yeah. you know, her fingerprint in, in junior golf and ladies golf and amateur golf and professional golf and European golf. I mean, she really is everywhere. In fact, you know, she and I were planning something in June and she said, well, I can't Lisa. I've got to, you know, I've, I have to go to the Olympics and, you know, put medals on the winners. Okay. Well, that's, that sounds like more important than what I had planned. So, you know, um, so, uh, you know, she really, um, she, she's overwhelming actually in, in the sport of golf. And it's, it's just, it's fun to be like, you know, in, in her car, not necessarily in the driver's seat, but I'm somewhere in that car watching it happen. And it's really, it's really fun. Yeah. And, you know, it's a real testament to, to the LPGA organization having, um, you know, very strong women like um, Annika, because, you know, when you look at compare, and I, I don't want to go down a whole rabbit hole with this, but when you compare it to, you know, the men's tour, the LPGA just, in my opinion, outshines when it comes to giving back in that compared to what the men do. And I know the men do a lot of great things too. I'm not trying to knock them, but um, you know, they're just so busy in the communities and, and just doing other mm-hmm. things and junior golf and, and so forth. So I'm not surprised that she has a pretty full schedule, you know, obviously didn't have uh, a lot of time with everything else going on in her life uh, to be able to be out there and, and be at a competitive level. Cause that's the thing is, you know, it's like Jack Nicholas talked about towards, you know, as he gravitated towards the end of his career and same with Arnold, um, you know, both on the men's side, when it got to mm-hmm. a certain point that they recognized that, hey, it was time to, you know, sort of pack it in. And, and it wasn't just because they, you know, felt that they couldn't compete anymore, but they just had, you know, by that time they had grandkids and all these other things going on. And they just had so much going on outside of competitive golf. And they had done so much just as Annika has done in her career. So, um yeah, we might miss her, but obviously she's got a lot in her plate, so we give her a, we give her a, a pass on that. 
So I want to. <laughs> she does. I want to. Yeah, she just. Yeah, she's great, and I just uh, just a great ambassador of the game. Um, so let's talk about before we get into sort of the meat of of what you do. Um, obviously, your company is a fashion company uh, in 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 sports, and particularly obviously in golf. I want you to give your thoughts of what you consider the state of golf fashion today. Where is it at today compared to, say, what it was even a decade ago? <laughs> or even let's try two, three decades ago when I started playing golf and, you know, it was fishing through the boys' section of the Gap trying to find something to wear. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've come a long way. <laughs> you know, hey, and, I still and, do and, that. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. And, uh, you know, and to circle back to the recent PGA show, I mean, I think there were – there was a slew of brand new brands this year. And yeah. um, I think, I think golf fashion is actually um, at, at a huge high right now. I mean, it's, um, it's been a long time since we've seen new brands surface and especially mm-hmm. in the way that they have, I would say over the past year and a half. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with new people coming to the game. Um, you know, yeah. and we, we do have COVID to thank for that. So um, that yes. we, you know, people had time on their hands and it was considered marked safe. And so hence there were people playing golf and, you know, there were probably, um, people, men and women alike who were out there saying, you know what, I think I could do this better. Or I think that, I think that golf is missing this, this piece or this, this category or whatever it is, which I think is a great thing. I think the more that golf fashion builds, the more popular it becomes. And, you know, in, in sort of in the same way that like equestrian or ski, has become so big. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, ski wear is, you know, it's not really just for skiing. People will go, you know, right. they buy those, you know, you know, different brands of, of what would con- be considered ski wear, but you're wearing them, you know, in your everyday life. Well, golf is the same way. And so, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really, it's really important to think of, I mean, we, in every piece we make, we think of that. We think, okay, this person's going to be playing golf, but you know what she's also going to be doing? She's also going to be going to lunch with her friends and she could be taking a flight to Paris and she could be, you know, winning her club championship all in the same day. So let's make sure that these clothes can accommodate for her. Yeah. And, and that's a great point. And, you know, something else that I just learned, and I, I knew that there has been uh, a big uptake, if you will, in more women to the game. And I didn't really, I almost, my chin, you know, hit the floor when I heard this number the other day um, in another conversation with somebody on, on a, another program. And according to the National Golf Foundation, last year, there were a little over 800,000 women got into the game of golf last year. Wow, that's amazing. That is a huge. Good, good for them. Is, now, I, I don't, yeah, I don't have the demographics as far as uh, what age groups, you know, the bulk of them were. Uh, obviously, I know there's a lot of juniors and, and you know, and up, but um, that's, I believe, the biggest number in one season that have come into the game. Um, so yeah. that's obviously someone like yourself who really caters to, you know, that female market. That just, I mean, you just have to be saying to yourself, wow, I mean, that's just an incredible number oh, yeah. of coming into the game. And you're you know, your function really becomes even that much more important to be able to provide some great options. And, you know, people, there is a correlation between, you know, having great clothes and people wanting to, nowadays it's, you know, it's not just, like you said, sifting through, you know, old gap, uh, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. clothes and trying to find something that fits and whatever. Um, It's all about self-expression and and self-confidence. So how do you sort of put all that together? Because it's not just about, you know, wearing, you know, any old shirt or any old, you know, pants or what have you, 
it's about an expression now and, and or self-expression, excuse me, and, and really helping to build that confidence when you're out there, not on just on the golf course, but off the course, as you mentioned. Talk a little bit about that. Sure. Well, and I think, and I think that's, um, that goes with, you know, golf, golfers or non-golfers alike. I mean, if you, if you look good, you feel good and you do feel comfortable in, in whatever aspect of life you're in the middle of right now. But, but I will say that, um, well, personally at Lola Sport, you know, we, we do, we do think about that. We think about how these women are going to wear the clothes and, and if they will be just playing golf that day or will be doing other things. This is one of the things that drew Annika to us is that she said, when I wear, when I wear Lola Sport, I don't feel like I look like I have a glove hanging out of my back pocket which I thought was right. a great quote from her because, you know, in essence what she's saying is is I don't look so golfy. You know, I'm still playing golf right. in these clothes, but I could go anywhere and, and look great. So, and I think that mm-hmm. that's, that's really an important thing that we think about in every piece we make and every collection we make. And, you know, and, and since these new people, 800,000, if you will, have, have started playing mm-hmm. the game recently, women, you know, we also think, about, too, a little bit about the style of it. So, you know, these women may not, you know, they may not feel completely comfortable just jumping into what we would consider golf clothes, the polo shirt and the skirt. I mean, right. they want something a little bit more like, you know, what they're used to maybe like, you know, more of the athleisure look. So we make some, we make some pieces for that. And, you know, we, so we kind of cater to, you know, as many different types of people as we can while keeping in the same style. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a firm believer that once you, once you kind of have a personal style, that you don't you don't jettison that style just because you play golf. So you know, for right. instance, I like to wear I like to wear certain brands. You know, m- most of which can be found at Neiman Marcus, as my husband can attest to our Neiman Marcus bill. But those right. brands, if I like to wear those brands off the course, you know, that's the kind of that's sort of the kind of look I like. And Lola Sport is a representative of you know of a sports line that that is similar to those brands but on course. So I just wanted to I wanted something that had the same sort of style where I could maintain my style, you know, even and especially because I'm a golfer. You know, and, and you're exactly right. And as I mentioned, you know, people are looking for something different. The traditional golf wear and. And as I've mentioned to you, and I won't, I won't go into it again because I've, I've probably said this to you about half a dozen times when you've been on our other program about, you know, the men's line out there. I mean, they are getting better. Um, I wish there was something a little bit more in my age bracket. I'm, you know, going to be hitting the, the 6-0 in about two weeks. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's not really a lot for guys my age that's really appealing. Um, in the, in, I'm talking about in the golf industry. I mean, you can get things, polos and whatever, but... Uh, there's not really a lot of men's fashion. So we have to be yeah. a little bit more diligent in, in our looking. And it's just, you know, again, I understand it. Um, so, but for women now, there, there are so much available. And you want to do the versatility too, right, Lisa? I mean, you don't want to just, again, as Annika pointed out, you know, yeah, it's nice to have golf clothes, but it has to be more versatile in today's market because people don't want to have to feel like they've got to change two or three times. They want to be right. able to wear something they can play on the golf course and then maybe add an accessory or whatnot. And now they can go out and, and have, you know, a meeting or, or whatever, or have a nice meal with, with some colleagues, right? Absolutely. You know, because we're, we're just all so busy now. And, um, and, and I think, you know, what too is COVID is, has brought a lot of people who might work from their house or work remotely. And that, that brings in a whole other group or a whole other different thought behind fashion. 
because, I mean, you know, as we used to joke that it, during COVID, we would all be in our pajamas. Well, it's not that so much anymore, but people want to be comfortable all day long. They're not, they're mm-hmm. not so much getting in a suit and going to the office anymore. I mean, that, that percentage has dwindled heavily. So, you know, you right. want clothes that you can really, you know, that you can have a business meeting in, that you can go out to lunch in, and then you can go play night. And I, and I think we do just that. But it's, you know, it's, um, it's, it's kind of a, it's a fun challenge to be able to, to create styles and collections and outfits that do that. Well, and, and it adds to one more thing that I want to mention about this, and then we'll, then we'll move on. You know, the, the golf wear, as, as you can attest to and as I can attest to, um, going back a few decades was really not all that exciting, and let's be honest. Um, it is so much more interesting now. Do you think that that has, has been a reason, too, that has attracted more people to the game as they see these young girls uh, and young women on the LPGA as an example, and very stylish, very together, um, even on uh, the Legends Tour and that, just wearing um, more stylish clothing. Do you think that that has attracted more women to the game as well, that they don't think, oh, this is kind of a stuffy looking, you know, and, or I don't right. like that, that. You know, do you think that that has added to some of the interest well, as well? I mean, certainly if you were to look at an LPGA pro today and an LPGA pro 40 years ago, the style has changed. And, and you of know, course. 100% that style has become much more athletic and much more fun and frolicky and, you know, it's, it's, it definitely make, attracts you to it. Like, ooh, maybe not I want to look just like that, but I kind of like that style or I kind of like what she's got going on. And, and that is um, – I do think that that plays into it. I also think, though, that as golfers across the board, men and women, I think we've learned that fitness has a lot to do with our golf game. And I don't think, they, yes. I don't think we knew that 30 years ago. And so no. I think – I think I would say that overwhelmingly that golfers are more fit than we have probably ever been. And typically that also can kind of translate into the kind of clothes you want to wear because, because either you're planning to also incorporate fitness into your day, whether it be yoga or the gym or whatever, or you just feel like, you know what, I'm, I, I might look a little better than, than my predecessors did and I, I, you know, I want to show it off. Yeah, and, and I think, yeah, you're exactly right, 100%. And I think, you know, when you're feeling good and, you, you know, you're comfortable in the clothing, um, you're more apt to be engaged as well. And it, and it also, when you're looking at the today's styles, you're exactly right. There's a fitness component now that's getting into it. People want to feel better and they, uh, as well as look better, and really the only way to do that is you've got to take care of yourself. So it's kind of encouraging people, hey, if I want to wear that, you know, maybe I need to hit the gym or I need to get into some sort of a, a program. And I don't mean you have to get hardcore or anything, but you've definitely got to do things. And I think you're seeing that across the board, as you said, in both the men's and the women's side of golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. becoming more, um, you know, desirable in a lot of ways than, than what it used to be. And it's, it's piqued people's interest. I think when people looked at it before, again, it was a, a different genre, and I get that. Um, but I think with some of the younger generations coming up and having an interest not just in playing, but getting excited about some of the fashion that's coming out as well. And you guys have definitely, um, you know, done that a uh, great job of that as well. Um, you guys Thank also you. have uh, another uh, LPGA Tour ambassador. Can you tell us a little bit about her? We do. We have, uh, well, she's brand new to the LPGA this year. Her name is Gerlene Cower. And Gerlene uh, resides in Texas. 
Um, she actually has just uh, recently graduated from Baylor University and played golf there, which is coincidentally where I also uh-huh. played golf. <laughs> Very coincidental. But anyway, um, you know, I um, first of all, I you know, I did play at Baylor. I was not nearly as good as these girls are now. I mean, I, there's no way there's no way I could make the team today. Put it that way. However. I'm still very close to this team, and um, I just, I really, I love competition. I, I just love athletic competition. I love golf competition, and so I love to follow them, and when they come out to California to play in the event in Palos Verdes, I go play with the girls. I just, it's really fun for me, and um, and so Gerline and I became, you know, we kind of became friendly because she obviously played for Baylor, and, and I'm close to the team. And so, you know, I've rooted her on from afar, and um, and she recently did well enough in Q school to where she has a her her full exempt status on the LPGA this year, and I'm I'm just so thrilled for her. And um, you know, I I went to her just like I'm sure other apparel companies went to her and you know begged to dress her, <laughs> and she did right. say yes. So that's great. So I'm I'm so happy. Um, that we get to be part of her inaugural year on the LPGA tour, and I just wish nothing but the best from her. And and you know what's interesting too, Lisa? I think about this because this really gives you um, a little bit of an advantage when you have somebody like Gerline who is excited to want to you know be involved and and obviously wear the, the the clothing. But it gives you a great opportunity to be able to go to her and say, okay, what do you need out there? What is it you're looking for when you're playing? Obviously, you want to look good, but it's also about comfort. So does that help you when you're coming up with new designs and that to be able to get that important feedback? Um, obviously, you've gotten a lot from Monica over you know, the time that you've been dealing with her, but now you've got another ambassador that's coming in. Is she able to give you some good feedback as well as to what really feels good for her? He is really good at that. Um, and she's, you know, she's obviously young, so that helps too. So she's, you know, coming at it from a young professional standpoint. Um, you know, I will say that, like, you know, one of the first things that she mentioned was sun protection. I mean, now, when I was 25, we weren't cared about sun protection. That was, one of the, unfortunately, right. one of the last things we cared about. But, you know, right. and, and um, you know, we, we have, we don't have what we would call quote unquote sun shirts, but all of our, all of our shirts have a SPF of 30. And so, which, you know, was great for her. She's thrilled with that. But it's, it's interesting to see how, um, you know, she wears these, you know, the sun sleeves and things. So whenever she's got a short sleeve shirt on, um, then she'll wear the sun sleeves with it or, you know, or she prefers long sleeve, which, you know, I think that's really changed from girls, you know, who were, who were younger years ago sure. that, you know, you typically, there was, you know, a lot more sleeveless and things. Now, now if she gets more sponsors and things too, we're going to have, you know, logo consideration about sleeves and, you know, front chest and back yoke and all of those fun things. Um, but um, yeah, she was, she was very concerned about that, but no, she's, she's really good with, um, and you know, it does help that I play too. So I'm, I'm very consistent with like, where are the pockets? There have to be pockets. Right. They have to be in the right place. So, and, and that's if you're, in, if you're riding in a cart or if you're walking, because people sometimes forget about walkers, you know, and, you know, you have mm-hmm. to have a, you have to have a, a back pocket big enough to put a scorecard in. I mean, that's like something right. very important. So, and a lot of people don't think about that. Um, so yeah, it is, it is kind of fun to get, um, to get feedback from both her and Annika and actually, and see where, see where those align. Um, but yes, I think she's going to be, she's going to be really fun to start like designing for, 
just because, you know, we, mm-hmm. we can now can have her in mind a little bit when we're making certain pieces or certain collections. Right, exactly. And that, and that was my point is, you know, it gives you another perspective in addition to obviously your own and, and the rest of your team uh, and, and, of course, Annika. But it gives you, uh, again, a, a, another younger person that can sort of pitch in and say, hey, I really like this or this really feels good or, or looks good or what have you. And then it helps, you know, to be able to, to meet, uh, you know, other people's needs as well. Um, I found this really interesting because I was a big fan uh, growing up of the drive, going to see drive-in movies, and you just released <laughs> a really kind of a cool theme collection at the drive-in. Tell us about that. I'm, I'm intrigued. Well, you know, first of all, we, we aim to have fun. So um, nearly every group of, um, of collective uh, ensembles we put together have some sort of fun theme. So um, last fall, we did a whole 007 um, capsule where we had all these different collections that were 007 movies, and that was really fun. Well, this, this spring, um, it's at the drive-in. And, and the way that it kind of comes about is, is kind of funny. It's not like we, we don't really think of the theme so much and then fit everything into it. Typically, Paul, who's our designer, um, he lives in London, and he and I kind of noodle around with the collections. And, and typically, it's one of them that says, we say, okay, this looks like, for whatever reason, it looks like this. And so, right. and, and, you know, initially, so our, our second collection that we're coming out with soon is, is Barefoot in the Park, okay? So, like, that's a great Neil Simon movie. I don't know why, but something, it's a pink and green group, and it's just for some reason to right. me it said, oh, my gosh, this to me looks like Neil Simon, okay? And so, and, and so we, we kind of started with that, and then, and then when you t- kind of take a look at the colors, the one that we've just released, um, which is called La La Land, um, so that one is, I mean, that one, it, it's, it's awesome colors that look like, that look like either a beach or a desert sunrise. So it's got this beautiful, mm-hmm. um, orange color, which happens to be the color of the year, quote unquote. Um, and then it's got a great purple color. And then we actually just have this really cool palm tree shirt, which I absolutely adore. It's super Euro looking and great. Um, but that one really had this sort of old Hollywood feel. So that one, we went with La La Land and then, and then, you know, and, and for those of us who've been to a drive-in, you know, it's, it's in my, in my experience, you go to a drive-in to see fun, frolicky movies. I mean, that is like, I remember when I was a kid going to see Grease at the drive-in, like I just remember it. And so I really Mm -hmm. wanted, you know, fun movies that people, you know, know and can, can relate to and that, you know, gives them like a nice little, you know, feeling when they hear the name. So, you know, we've got, um, so we've got, we start with La La Land, then we have Barefoot in the Park, um, then we transition to Viva Las Vegas because we have to include Elvis in there. And then uh, Roman Holiday, so an oldie but a goodie. Um, and then we end up with Varsity Blues, Varsity Blues being probably the, um, the more recent of the films, but that one is our is our traditional red, white, and blue, and a little bit of stars. But that one has a little bit more. The way we designed it, it has a little bit more of a like almost a cheerleader feel to it. So that's why we went with Varsity Blues on that one. But yeah, I you know, it, drive-in movies are just it's it's a it's a fun feel good thing, and you know something we don't get to do that much anymore. So it makes it even no. feel that much better when you hear about it. So that's what we went with for the summer. Yeah. Well, I think it's very, um, very cool that you did that. And, you know, again, like you, you know, growing up, obviously I had a a chance to uh, go to the drive-in many times and that was always a great experience for, um, you know, uh, 
especially young, younger kids. And, and obviously as you get into your teen years and things like that, and, um, they still have a few of them around, not very many anymore, unfortunately. I know. It's um, sad. So I feel bad they've, for, they've... I feel bad for this. Yeah. For this generation, because, uh, you know, they're all into the Netflix and I get it, but, um, I think, and there's still some that still, you know, partake in a drive-in, but uh, they're, they're missing a pretty interesting experience yeah. as, as far as I'm concerned anyways, but, uh, <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it'll maybe it'll get a resurgence. But uh, maybe. So let me let me uh, let me do this. Take a real real quick break, and uh, we'll come right back and continue our conversation. All right, we'll be back with uh, Lisa O'Hurley in just a moment. Here's a quick message from Golf Tips Magazine. The following ad is sponsored by Golf Tips Magazine. Are you tired of being short off the tee? And what about those three putts? Forget about it. It's time you got serious about your game. Golf Tips, the most in-depth magazine in the industry. For over 30 years, Golf Tips has delivered expert content such as the latest golf instruction from America's top pros, simple-to-follow practice and game improvement drills, fitness and mental game tips, equipment, training aids, accessory and apparel reviews, golf destinations and travel tips for every budget, and so much more. Don't miss a single issue. Go to GolfTipsMag.com and subscribe today. And don't forget to go to golftipsmag.com. You can get either digital or print version. It's available in, or you can get both. So if you're traveling and uh, you don't want to lug your uh, printed copy with you, you can leave that at home or at the office, and you can get the digital copy on the fly. So uh, go to golftipsmag.com and subscribe today. All right, I'm here uh, this evening with my very special guest, Lisa O'Hurley, founder and CEO of Lola Sport. And we're talking about golf fashion, and I have another question for her. Um, Lisa, welcome back. Um, peach fuzz. This is an interesting uh, one as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I mean, is, I can just, yeah, I can just go in so many different directions. But so, what, what's oh, the focus here? You. What what is it you? Yeah, okay. what is it? Uh, what, so, sort, tell us a little bit about it. So part of our part of our design process, which you know. Paul, Paul Reese, who is our, is our main designer and creative director who resides in London, um, he's, got a very, he's got a great background, which includes Golfina. That's how he and I knew each other. But uh, prior to that, he was a designer at Burberry. So he creates these very classic sportswear looks. And, um, but he is very, um, he's very entrenched in, in, you know, haute couture. And, you know, he goes to Paris and he's got his sort of his, his ear to all the new fashion trends. And then me, per se, I'm, you know, here I am in America, and I'm thinking a little bit more about, you know, the American look right now or what's going on in Los Angeles, and then as well, you know, the golfer. I'm coming at it from a golfer standpoint. So sometimes we'll pick something that's very, you know, that's come right off the runways, and we'll think, oh, that's, that looks great. Let's figure out how to make that into a golf look, okay? And that's, sometimes that's how we get our styles, which is really fun. Um, now, this year, the year of 2024, in fashion, it has been deemed that the color of the year is this color called peach fuzz, okay? So we found out about mm-hmm. this, I don't know, maybe, maybe a year ago, because it comes out, you know, way in advance that this is going to be the color of the year. So, of course, we take, a, we, t- we take a hard look because, you know, we try to include almost every hot color for a year, you know, into our, into our fashion collections. Um, peach fuzz, first of all, I told Paul – we got to get rid of the word fuzz. I, right. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I'm not putting the word fuzz anywhere near the clothes. So anyway, right. but it, it really is a, it really is a pretty color and it's sort of this, um, 
you know, it's it's a very light, soft orange. And it might even have like, I don't know, it might even have like a little bit of gray in it. I mean, it's just, and maybe a little white. It's just really soft. Um, so we took our version of what we call, what they call peach fuzz. The fashionistas call it that. Um, we turned it into sunrise. So, which is, you know, as you can imagine, just as the sun is coming up, that beautiful light orange color. Um, and we've, we've incorporated it into our La La Land collection, which is out now. It's our first spring collection of 2024. So right out of the gate, we are hitting with the, the color of the year, quote unquote, peach fuzz. Sunrise. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we don't like the names. We got to change it around. I, I think it's good. I, I would leave it just as it is. I think that's fantastic. Um, you know, you, you, ha- you have to do things that sometimes are a little bit out of what you would normally have. And I, and I, I get what you're, you know, where you're coming from. Either you want it. Eh, I don't know about fuzz. That's just not going to, but you know what? It's different. It's, it's something yeah. that's different than, so I don't know. I think I would leave that in, but, um, but I, I, I get where you're coming from. I, I want to also mention too, because I think it's important, even though, you know, you're bringing new things each season, you also have really a core collection. Um, and most notably, obviously the pants and, mm-hmm. you know, what woman doesn't want to look great in, in a pair of pants. Um, Talk about that. I mean, you talk about a little bit about your core collection, because obviously, you know, you're going to bring up new things each season, but you have your, your tried and true core collection. Talk about that. Yeah, we do. You know, we have we have some things that, that become staples in women's wardrobes, um, and they want to keep seeing them over and over. And, and I get that. I, I feel the same way. It's like when I find, you know, a pair of jeans or a T-shirt or something that I love, I, I hope it stays around for a long time. So I, I get the feeling of that. And you know, since since we've um, since we've started producing collections, by far our top selling piece is um, a pair of pants that we call the Very Pant. Um, it is a stretch four way stretch trouser. Um, it has four pockets, two front, two back. It actually has a button and a zipper, so you actually have to button your own pants, which, which in this day of pull on pants is sometimes uh, unusual. Um, but it is a and it's a seven eighths length, so it's sort of a tapered. Um, ankle pant, if you will, on most people. But it's a good length because even for a shorter lady, it's a full-length pant, and for taller, it looks more like a cigarette pant. So it is it is a good length. Um, and these pants, um, we probably sell, I don't know, three pair of these pants to every one piece of anything else. So it's these pants have just, they've really um, taken our company for a ride. I, I will say that. So they have... Um, and they're great. I love them. They are really light and soft, and they're easily to pack. And I mean, you could bring 10 of them with you on vacation. They're just great. So we do create them in core colors every season. So the navy, black, white, red, and then khaki is our newest one for this year. Um, so you'll always see those in the core colors. And then we do include them in fashion colors. So for instance, we are making them in the sunrise color for La La Land, and then a beautiful purple. We've got them coming in pink and green. For February, I mean, we've got another 10 colors of these coming for spring. So it's, um, but it's a pant that once once women have one and they like it, then they want as many colors as they can get. And this is what we have found. And and I totally get it. And what's great is you can wear them, you certainly can wear them within our collections and mix and match the tops, but you could also wear them with other other golf shirts you have, or you could wear them 
with a t-shirt and a jean jacket. I mean, I wear mine all the time on the weekend, you know, if I'm going to the movies or going out to dinner or whatever, you know, regardless of actually playing golf. But, and what's really fun about the very pant is it's, it's really a collaboration of me and my husband because my husband, when he was on Seinfeld, um, he played the character Jay Peterman, who was the eccentric catalog king of New York City and who always had these wonderful flowery stories about a, about a button-down shirt. And um, at one point in the Seinfeld show, John refers to, oh, it's the very pant I trek the Himalayas in or whatever it was that he said. Um, but it indicated that it was a, specific, a specifically great pant. And we have teased about this line for years in our house, years before Lola Sport even started, that we would always say, oh, it's the very, it's the very pant I put on the bed. It's the very pant that I pack, you know. And we would always bring this up. And so when, when Lola Sport came into fruition and we made these pants that we thought were going to be really great and turned out they were, then I told him we have to name these the very pants. And so we use them internally. Uh, we use them to market, you know, as if like, oh, it's, it's the very pant I broke 80 in. It's the very pant I won the club championship in, you know, whatever it is. But it indicates that it's, it's a pant that's so great I have to talk about it right now, you know. So that's what we've called the very pant. I think I lost him. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. No, you know what? I yeah, yeah. Uh, I apologize. I I muted my mic. I muted my mic. Like, where did you go? <laughs> no, no, Funny. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, no. So what I was going to say is, uh, or what I was saying was, um, you know, I, I agree with what you had just said about the very pant. I think it's great when you have um, a, a great backstory to to something in the collection like that. And then what I was starting to say before I realized I had muted my mic was um, you do have a, a men's collection, uh, not as, as robust, obviously, as the women's collection, but you do have some great stuff there. Do you want to talk just a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we have, we're in a very unusual position for a ladies' golf clothing brand that for the past three years we have been a sponsor on a car at the Indy 500. And, uh, you know, talk about a, a, a mix of two things, but both equally passionate. Um, I have a, um, I, I sort of had a very unique opportunity through one of our investors to, um, to be a sponsor on an IndyCar, which of course I jumped at the chance. Um, it's a very, very uh, male-dominated event, as you might imagine. Mm -hmm. um, right. And so after, after I think the first two years, you know, when I maybe heard a thousand men say, well, where's the men's line? Where's the men's stuff? Right. <laughs> so then we decided this past year to create a small men's collection. It is a little bit race-inspired, so, you know, the colors are that which you would see a lot um, in and around a racetrack, um, and it has sort of like a, a bit of a, I don't know, a fast athletic feel, um, but we did mm -hmm. make in that, in that group, we did make the Very Pant for Men, which is great, so we've got them in three colors yep. um, online on our website. And so, yeah, so that's our, I mean, we, I don't know that, I don't know how much or how little we will continue making men's clothes. Women's are special, you know, but it is fun. It's fun to be able to, to have things for men and, you know, for the husbands and, and boyfriends and fathers and sons of all of the women who are Lola sport fans. Well, this is, a, you know, I think it's great. And I, I'm 
actually just sort of snooping online right now, and you've got some really interesting, um, again, it's not as robust as the women's line, but um, some great shirts and some great pants and, and even shorts as well, which, uh, again, it's very yeah, difficult really to find. Yeah, really like the shorts. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very, really they're like very, the very classy looking, very classy looking and very sporty looking, and, and it's a great addition to, to what you already have. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So for the guys that are tuning into the show, yeah, there's a little something at Lola that. Sport for you. So, yeah, for sure. Um, so we, we've got uh, a little bit more time left, so I want to pivot now uh, to okay. and give you a chance to uh, some bragging rights. We're going to talk a little bit about husband-wife golf because um, I know <laughs> you and your husband, John, of course, do play. Um, and particularly your, your favorite home course, Sherwood Country Club in Thousand Oaks, California. Um, you guys had a very interesting win not too long ago. Tell us a little bit about <laughs> yeah. that, and then you can, Ted, we're, then we're you can expand. We're still gloating about it. You can barely fit our <laughs> egos through the door. <laughs> so John and I just collectively won the Sweetheart Open, which is the Valentine's Day Husband-Wife Championship at Sherwood, which is, you know, it's, it's, it's not an easy format, and, you know, there's nope. there's divorce divorce lawyers waiting, but, uh, right. but he and I managed to <laughs> he and I managed to come out victorious. And the funny part is is that to be honest, we we didn't think we we didn't think our score was that great. I mean, you know, it's a it's a collective, it's an alternate shot format. Right? Sure. So, you know, you come out with one score. We didn't think our score was that great, and and uh, and to be honest, we left before the awards were given out. <laughs> so, <laughs> which was which is. Very sad of us to say. So they had to call us and say, "Oh, by the way, you won." <laughs> anyway, yeah. so now we're we, you know, we're it, it happened to be the same day as it was the morning of the Super Bowl, and so um, mm. you know, John is still waiting for our parade. You know, where's our parade? So right. anyway, we'll, we'll we'll see if any of that actually comes to fruition, <laughs> but probably not. But <laughs> but for right now, we're the victors, and we get to talk about it for a year. Well, and you'll get to show up next year um, for as the reigning champions and exactly. uh, get to d- defend your title. So maybe they'll uh, do something a little extra special, like put a plaque or something up in the in the clubhouse. Yeah, but we're, uh, congratulations! We're waiting, to, we're waiting to, for anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate well, that. Congratulations to both of you. But but just all kidding aside, you know, but husband and wife golf is becoming more and more prevalent. For years, you know, you didn't have that, but as golf becomes more in, um, you know, everybody's wheelhouse or vision, if you will, more couples are starting to gravitate to the game as well. I mean, obviously, you know, you and John have a great relationship and this is something you enjoy doing together and not, it's not for everybody. Obviously some couples maybe don't need to be on the golf course. uh, And the, the, uh, the divorce lawyers, as you pointed out, (laughs) but there are a lot that do benefit, um, from that. Um, and you said off air before that you said you guys don't get to, unfortunately, you're so busy with both of your schedules that you don't get to play as much as you'd like, but you do try to make the point of playing together, right? Oh, we do for sure. And, and, you know, and to be honest, he's my favorite person to play with. And, uh, and, and it's one of my favorite parts of our relationship is when we get to play golf together. And, you know, to be honest, when, you know, years and years ago when I was dating, it was always the second question I would ask because, there were, I, I just couldn't imagine, you know, dating or marrying somebody who didn't play golf because it was such a big right. part of my life. And to be able to share that, you know, with someone and, and to share all the, you know, all the wonderful things that we know that golf brings, the people you meet, the places you go, the experiences you have, I, you know, it would be, it would be lost if it was just me doing it myself. So 
the fact that he and I can share in that is is tremendous. And you know, and we both we both just equally enjoy it. So it's um, you know, as John, as John will tell people that in a in a successful relationship, not only do you you have to you have to like the uh, you have to like the same things and you have to hate the same things. And we both also, by the way, we're not skiers. <laughs> right. That was the third question in the date. <laughs> was we realized that right. not only did I not ski, but he was not a big skier, and we're like, great. Now we never have to go on a ski trip, although now, you know, as luck would have it, our 17-year-old son loves skiing, so now we take him on a ski trip. But uh, and right. John and I hang out in, John and I hang out in the lobby. <laughs> right, exactly, <laughs> around, the, stuff, around, the, fire, yeah. right, around yeah. the fireplace with a glass of wine or something. Exactly. Yeah, no, well, but, you know, uh, <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was no, going to go say ahead. that we, 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 have, we have figured out that if we can go to Deer Valley during Masters weekend, then our son can go skiing and have, like, the time of his life, and John and I can hole up and watch the Masters for four days. Right. Right. It's great. Yeah, it's a win-win, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and as I said, you're, you're starting to see more and more couples, and I'm sure you guys have seen more couples uh, beginning to play now. And I, and I think there's, there's a, a number of reasons. I think it's just it's something that they can do together. I think as more women as we pointed out earlier in tonight's uh, discussion, more women are gravitating to the game now. So they're, and for a multitude of reasons, some want to just out of curiosity, but some of them too, I've spoken to many um, over the years, especially the last several years. And one of the things that they've all sort of come out and said was, you know, my husband, boyfriend, whatever plays and I would like to play. You know, I would, it's something that he enjoys. It looks interesting. I've never played it, but I'd like to be involved as well. The only thing I always say to them is don't take lessons from your husband. Don't get a yeah. professional. <laughs> and, you know, just, <laughs> you do, yeah, do, do your thing. Otherwise, you know, again, in comes the divorce lawyers. Um, but all kidding aside, again, congratulations to you guys for, uh, for your yes, win at, at Sherwood. Uh, thank you. I appreciate golf and, it. No problem. Golf and charity go hand in hand. And that's something uh, that you obviously enjoy helping others. Um, are you doing some things on that level as well as a result of your success with Lola? Um, you know, uh, personally, we do a lot in that in that realm. Um, John and I both do. In fact, we we host two charity golf tournaments um, that are. Um, celebrities are involved and then amateur golfers are involved. One of those is at Mayakama in Northern California. Mm -hmm. And that, um, that cause is the, uh, it's kind of an umbrella organization of the Sonoma County children's charity. Um, Because, you know, Sonoma County is, is, as, as everybody thinks, Oh, it's so wonderful. It's wine country. Well, it is, but it's also farming country. And and there are a lot of people who live in, you know, in a really expensive place. Um, who may not be, you know, making as much as, you know, everybody else. And those right. kids, there are so many children there who just need, they need support in, in all sorts of different aspects. So that, that tournament is great. And that is, as I say, at Mayakama. And then we have another charity event in Las Vegas, out at Lake Las Vegas, um, that mm-hmm. is for the Epilepsy Foundation. So my, my husband's oh. um, sister, when, when he was in high school, her sister passed away of epilepsy. And so, and he has wow. been, he has been a staunch uh, supporter of the Epilepsy Foundation for decades, to be honest. And, you know, and that's a, that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a disease or a condition rather, you know, that, that can be controlled versus, you know, with, with medic, with the right medication and diet and, 
you know, sometimes um, canines are involved in terms of, you know, being able to spot a seizure. And there's so much that's um, being done in the progression of, of, you know, being able to live with epilepsy that, you know, he's really involved with that as well. So that's been great. Now, in terms of, in terms of Lola Sport, you know, I am, I, I, I donate to a lot of charities and, um, and I think it's really important to do so. So whatever, you know, I realize I'm, you know, I'm just an apparel brand. There's only, there's only so much I can do, but, um, you know, I do, I do find that it's a, it's a really, um, it's a great, it's a great way to give back. So as, as much as I can, you know, I will do donations for, for different charities that, that he and I are involved in, or maybe even not, maybe just, you know, friends, no friends and no friends, but, um, you know, I, we do try to give back as much as we can. Yes, for sure. And I, I think, you know, a lot of people don't realize I had, and I don't recall, unfortunately, the gentleman's name, but, um, I've. I've been doing this show for, this is my 12th season now, and one of the earlier seasons I had a gentleman that actually wrote a book about uh, golf charities. And I forget how many he said, but it was just I mean, thousands upon thousands. And he said, by far, golf was the number one um, fundraiser for charities above all other sports, including football, baseball, um, by far. Mm-hmm. And it was just really interesting just how many different charities that there are for different things. And golf is, for some reason, that community has really um, come together. Um, and, and I just want to very quickly, and obviously you don't need to do it now, but at some point, um, you know, maybe over the next little bit, I would love for you to send me um, the information on the uh, event that you guys uh, host in um, Las Vegas. Um, sure, for, um, absolutely. For the charity. Um, I'll be more than happy if you can, Give me the particulars, also, the dates, you know and times, and things like that. I will Sorry, do that, Ted, and 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 I I will be remiss. I've actually, which is horrible to say, I've just thought of one more, and this is yep. this is an event that is um, that is really near and dear to John and I. Um, so we are. Uh, John has been a a I guess I don't know twelve year celebrity ambassador to a to a charity called Child Help which is based out of Scottsdale, Arizona, and talk about at the drive-in. The, the two women who are um, the leaders, co-founders of Child Help were, um, they played girlfriends on the Ozzy and Harriet show. One wow. of them dated Elvis, which is just amazing to me. But they, they um, during a, 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 a USO tour, they came across some orphans um, that they helped save and built an orphanage for, and then that translated into them coming here to America and then being called on by Nancy Reagan to start the largest, basically, child abuse charity in the nation, which is what they have now. So we have this golf yeah. tournament coming up. Now, this is a really special one, I have to say. Um, and I think it's, it's, uh, it's already sold out for this year, but it's really cool because we only get to bring 36 people. But Larry Ellison, you know, he owns this mm-hmm. um, his, on his, his own, basically his own house property in Palm Springs which used to be called Porcupine Creek, and now it's called Sensei Porcupine Creek. It's now a six-star resort. But we only wow. get to bring 36 players. We're the only charity that he lets come on this property. And this property, I mean, it, I've never seen a golf course manicured like this. I, and I've seen a lot of golf courses. <laughs> this one, right. is, it's unbelievable. So we're actually about to have that in a couple weeks. So it is, and, and that one, you know, that's a pretty, that's a pricey ticket to, to play in that one. But it's because that course is so hard to get on. So, you know, but it is amazing how, how it's, it's so great that we're able to use a sport that we love to give back and to, to be able to, to generate funds for these charities that need it. 
Yeah, and, and it, exactly my was my point is that you know golf has really I mean obviously the PGA the LPGA tour um, when they're in the various communities obviously uh, a lot of money's raised for local charities and things like that and it's just amazing and and I when I said it earlier I didn't mean to discount other sporting uh, organizations I mean they do fantastic jobs too but for some reason golf just seems to you know have mm-hmm. has been elevated to the top of that uh, heap if you will of, of great organizations that have, has done that so. Um, but yeah, send me the information on, on all of them um, at some point, and uh, I'll be more than happy I will. Yeah. to, to um, you know promote them on the show and so forth. Thank you, thank you. I think a a great way to sort of end uh, our time together. I think any successful business person um, would never rise to the level that they are without um, not only good supporters around you, like obviously in your case, John and, and other, um, I'm sure members of your family and friends, but the supporters and obviously mm. the, the people that buy your products and things like that. You're obviously someone much like myself who is obviously very gracious and, and has a lot of gratitude for those that have helped get you to where you are in life. Um, would you like to say a few words to those people at this point? before we wrap up and just sort of a thank you or whatever you feel appropriate that you would like to say to all the people that have really supported you and, and will respond. Oh, ab- absolutely. Wow. Thank you so much for the opportunity to do that because I mean, if, if, since day one, even when we had the idea of Lola sport, we've, we've come across so many people who have been supportive. I mean, I have these wonderful group of five investors who came together in the middle of COVID <laughs> bless them to say, you know, okay, Lisa, we believe in you and go, go do this thing. And, you know, and one of the, one of the things that I will say um, is that we warehouse everything at our office. So every, every piece of clothes that leaves our office that's, that's bought either for, for a country club or it's bought online, it is, it is going through our office. And, and many times it's me packing that piece of clothes. And one of my favorite things is to look at everybody's name and I'm like, and, you know, it's like, oh, I'm thankful for Diane. I'm thankful for Becky. I'm thankful for Nancy. You know, like, thank you, ladies, for, for participating in buying our clothes. I mean, it's, it's truly like it, it just it, it makes my day. And, I, you know, even four years later, I see whenever I see somebody who's ordered something, I, I, I make sure to, like, look at their name. I'm like, that's somebody who I'm just I'm very thankful for, 100%. And, um, you know, I, it, I, I, I plan to, it's funny cause we name, we name a lot of our tops and things with ladies names. So that's how I'm going to mm-hmm. start to give back to them too, is a few, a few, few lovely people are going to get shirts named after them. And I appreciate that so much. So I'm, I'm super nice. thankful for the business and, and thankful to any of you, of your, um, of your listeners who are, who are Lola sport fans. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm happy to give you that opportunity. And uh, on that note, um, for those tuning into the broadcast, you can go to lolasport.com, find all of the things that we've uh, and more what we've been talking about this evening. And uh, maybe you've got that special someone that, uh, or maybe yourself, that you want to go and and uh, purchase something that is on and available on Lisa's website, lolasport.com. And don't forget the guys, there is something, a little something there uh, for them too. Birthdays coming up, whatever, uh, Father's Day, uh, so you can go there as well. But uh, Lisa, thank you very much. I know you've got to go and you and John have uh, uh, something that you have to attend to this evening. So I really appreciate you uh, spending all this time with me. And as we talked about, 
Uh, you're going to be joining me a little bit later on in the season on our Tuesday morning broadcast with my good friend and co-host Cindy Miller, who is now the J Professional, uh, on the Women of Golf show. So we'll tee that up, as they say, and have you come back and talk a little bit more about Lola Sport. But thank you very much uh, for well, ta- uh, spending you, some time Well, thank you, Ted. I, I enjoyed every minute. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Have a great evening, and um, we'll see you in or We'll talk to you, I guess, in uh, probably a couple of months. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, Lisa. All right, that was uh, Lisa O'Hurley, founder and CEO of Lola Sports. Again, you can go to lolasport.com. That's L-O-H-L-A sport.com is the website, and you can get all of the, uh, see all of the wonderful uh, product lines that she has, uh, including the men's um, section as well. Um, go there. I believe they've actually got some uh, specials going on right now, so um, check that out. And um, very interesting, very um uh, just a, a wonderful person. I had the opportunity of having uh, spoken with her a number of times uh, on the Women of Golf, and of course this was the first time I had her on uh, Golf Talk Live, so I'm very grateful for that, and she'll be joining us, as I said, a little bit later on the season. On that note, we're going to wrap up here real quick. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into tonight's broadcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you missed part of the broadcast or you want to hear it again, if you go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Golf Talk Live and just scroll down to the on-demand section, the fully recorded version will be available shortly, uh, probably within the next few minutes, so you can catch that, or you can listen to any time when it's convenient uh, for you. Uh, the on-demand section will have that program front and center at the top, and you can scroll down and listen to all of the previously aired uh, shows as well. I've got 12 seasons of them, so there's plenty to listen to. Thank you, everybody. God bless. Have a great weekend. And don't forget, next week we go to full broadcast. The Coach's Corner will be returning Uh, next Thursday, March the 7th. So stay tuned for that. Thank you, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this week's broadcast of Golf Talk Live. Ted would like to thank this evening's special guest for joining him on the show. Remember to join Ted every Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. Central on Golf Talk Live. You can also listen to Golf Talk Live on any of these social media platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, TalkStream Live, and of course Spotify. Be sure to follow Ted on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, send an email to ted at ted.golftalklive at gmail.com. This has been a production of the iGolf Sports Network.